Well, today we're not going to talk too much about the news or things on the news. I want to talk about a few other things. Ordinarily, when I'm recording, I hide in my bathroom because my neighbors are part of that entitled group that believe they can do what they want when they want. Very, very noisy. Not in a good way. They think it's good because they're part of this group of people that think the world is beholding to them. Me, not so much. So today I'm going to record right here and hope that they're not being as loud and rambunctious as they usually are. But I want to cover something important. Uh, one of my friends said to me, and I know we've all heard this phrase before, burn your bridges. Okay. Now, we had this recent political, how shall I say, incident with one of our famous athletes where she was detained in another country, so on and so forth. I, th I think you know the story. I think I covered it in my other podcast. She's been freed, and I'm, I'm happy for her and her family. But I did note during a, a lot of the comments that uh, a lot of those die-are-hard patriots were saying, you know, now, why don't you take a knee now? And they were referring to the black stance against political oppression here in America, where a particular athlete went to their knees during the, I think it was during the national anthem, I'm not really sure. Uh, I know I did see it, but I don't recall. But I'm, I'm pretty sure it was during our national anthem. So don't, don't hold me to that, though. The comment, however, wasn't referring to her being imprisonated or imprisoned. Imprisonated. <laughs> That's a good one. Imprisoned in this country, this other country, for having broken the law. It was referring to her attitude about America and, like, why should we, or quote unquote, America, not we, I don't consider myself part of the we. Why should America come to your rescue now, right? I mean, you have all these things going on, Black Lives Matter, you know, stop the abuse by the police, the judicial system, so on and so forth. And why are you looking to this country now to bail you out when you get in trouble because, quote, unquote, you were born in America? I don't, I don't understand why their statements upset me so, but they did. Burn your bridges, right? That's basically coining that phrase. So let me explain to you the interpretation behind burning your bridges. That means that if someone or something uh, in your life is advantageous to you, you should treat it well. Now, we used to have a name for this in the professional world. It was kind of brown-nosing. You know, your boss is obnoxious. You know, they pick their nose, throw their burgers at you while you're standing in front of them, but you keep your mouth shut because you need that paycheck, right? You don't say anything, you know, and you used to not say anything when they walk by and grab your behind walking by. 
don't want to burn your bridges. You need the job. You need the income. You need to feed your family. You need to pay your bills. Burn your bridges. You have a friend that's affluent. They snort coke, crack, cocaine, drunk all the time, abusive, hit their kids, whatever the scenario may be. But you don't want to say anything because you might need them. Burn your bridges. This is what people are referring to. Don't isolate yourself from someone that you could potentially need in the future. Now, let me clarify that word need, see? Because I have a real problem with that. Another word or another synonym for need would be use. Okay? So you have an obnoxious, rude, disrespectful neighbor. You don't want to burn, quote-unquote, your bridges by telling them they're rude and obnoxious and you can't stand them because you might need them. You might be going into heart failure. You might, I don't know, your houses might be on fire and you might need their hose, whatever. You don't want to burn your bridges. That means you don't want to put yourself in a position where if you need these people, you can't ask them for help. I have a real problem with that phrase. Now, I'm not going to lie, I've lived a very hard life. So, according to my friend, she would be under the impression that I had burnt my bridges. And that's actually not true. I make a habit not to go down a road that I need help with, okay? And if I do, I just keep going. I don't generally ask people for help. And because of that, I don't live in fear of burning, quote-unquote, my bridges. Mm -hmm. Old as I am, and I'm quite old, there's very few people, if any, alive, they say maybe one singular person out of 8 billion that has ever done anything to help me. And I say that with complete clarity. Now... Let's look at it this way. So your child, you know, you can't read, you can't write, you go to school, you go to kindergarten, you know, elementary, junior high, high, you learn, you have teachers, so on and so forth. Some people develop mentors that they look up to, idolize, want to emulate. Of course, that latter part, I didn't have any of that. I learned how to read and write like your average human being. My parents taught me how to walk. They cleaned, I'm sure they cleaned my diaper. They were there. So my mother and my father, they cleaned my diapers, you know, potty trained me, fed me, so on and so forth. And as with any family nucleus, this is commonplace. It's not something that you are beholding to. Okay. And we're going to, we're going to go into that subject in another podcast because in America, no matter what your family has done for you, there are those people out there that will try to inundate you with that you should not have any respect for your mother, your father. They have no value after a certain point, once you're grown, once you've learned how to walk, once you can go to the bathroom by yourself, you know, once you've, once you've basically been taught everything you need to survive, then they are no longer of any value for you, okay? This is... Not actually in conjunction with burning your bridges, but that's another topic that we will discuss on another podcast. But today, we're going to stay focused on burning your bridges. So, 
If I walk outside right now and tell my neighbor exactly how I feel about them, that they're loud, obnoxious, rude, entitled, so on and so forth, that would be, quote unquote, burning my bridges. That means that if I need my neighbor to help me cut my lawn or put out a fire or whatever, any circumstances in the near future where I would need them, I have, quote unquote, burnt my bridges. I've cut off that line of communication. I've cut off that line of help. I have made a very, very serious effort in my life, first of all, never to go down the same road twice. Let me clarify on that. If I'm driving in the middle of the road, <laughs> and, I, and these, of course, normal things have happened, and I get a flat tire, right? I have some type of car service. I call them to help me with the flat tire. They tell me it's a two to three hour wait for someone to come change the tire. I, after having survived those circumstances, change the road that I travel. So let me, let me be a little more specific. So next time I'm traveling down the road, and my tire goes flat, guess what? I've learned how to change it myself. Let me go into more details. That means I have a spare in my trunk. I have a lug wrench that will fit the lug nuts on my tire. And if it's locked, please be sure you have the lock to unlock those hubcaps. Okay? I have a jack that is suitable to lift my vehicle in the air so that I, myself, without help, can change that tire in, say, what, 15, 20 minutes? You know, and I wouldn't be rushing. But it does beat the hell out of two to three hours, right? Now, according to that phrase, burn your bridges, if when my road service had told me that it's going to be two to three hours, I would have been screaming and cursing and yelling and telling them off, asking for supervisors, asking for their president, asking for the owner of the company, so on and so forth, on and on and on, making a big ordeal or a big, how should I say, a big issue of it to the point when next time, because they notate the accounts, next time I called, They'd say, oh, this lady, she's complaining about two to three hours. She has already paid for the year, but let's make sure that we take five to ten hours for her. Okay, that's burning your bridges. Okay. You take your child to babysitter. Or child care. Or daycare. And you have to. Because you have to go to work. You have no one else. You have no mother. You have no father. You have no one to watch your child. You leave your child there. You come back and you find out something is wrong with them. Either they're sick, uh, they act like they've been abused, so on and so forth. Burning your bridges would be to confront the child care specialist right there on the spot. 
The smart way to handle it, of course, would be to question your child, find out exactly what happened. While you're searching for another place to care for your child, you keep your cool and then take your child out of their services. That's it. Now, technically, that's not burning your bridges. Technically, that's going down another road to be sure that you don't go down the same road twice. And that's how I try to live my life. I actually had that happen. And I had to remove my child from the child care services that they were in and put them somewhere else. Very quickly. Very, very quickly. I didn't say anything to the child care provider. I just took them out. Now, mind you, there are some bridges that need to be burnt, blown up, and destroyed. Okay? So, if, for example, there's an emergency where I needed someone to watch my child again, let's say the new place was unavailable and I needed to take my child back to the place where there had been abuse, that would never happen. Ever. Not because I burnt my bridges, mind you, but because I never would want to travel the same road twice, especially if it had an abusive situation in it. Burn your bridges. That's like saying, oh, well, you know, America is racist, discriminatory, its judicial system is prejudicial, the enforcement officers are masochistic, sadistic, and mentally imbalanced, and things in that order, saying things like that. Of course, that could be burning your bridges, right? Get pulled over by the police. Say, we heard your podcast. <laughs> so, you burnt your bridges pretty much. Put your hands behind your back, you know? I mean, it's true, there are times when we want to be more tactful when addressing an issue. Don't misunderstand me. But I think the reason that phrase upsets me more than normal tactile, tactful communication is the implication that you're utilizing someone for a purpose. And that goes against every grain in my body. I'm not going to frame or refrain from telling my neighbor that you're rude, disrespectful, and ignorant because I need them for something. You see? That's what that phrase is referring to. You know. My child, for example, if I had a child that had a boyfriend or someone in that order that was verbally abusive to me, if I didn't say anything about it, for fear of, quote-unquote, burning my bridges. And in that particular case with family, it's limiting your lines of communication with your family. So you have a son-in-law who's married to your daughter. Your daughter's going to give birth to your grandchildren, no matter how you cut it. Those children will be your grandchildren. Any communication you have with their mates daughter, son, whatever, is, of course, affecting family communications in the future, okay? 
we get into some very dangerous situations here when we talk about burning our bridges. If I were to, for example, address an issue with a son-in-law that, unfortunately, my daughter or daughters would have or may be infatuated with, in love with, so on and so forth, it, of course, puts the potential restriction of future family communications. Burning your bridges, you see. Limiting your communication with someone in the future because of an action in the past. Now, in this particular case, or in a particular case with the family, it may not be, quote-unquote, out of necessity because you are quote-unquote, utilizing them in the near future, it would be, for example, the privilege of being involved with or being able to see your own blood relative, your grandchild, or your grandchildren. And this happens all the time. We hear it on the news. We see it on TikTok. We see it on, on Facebook. We see it all the time. It's very commonplace. You know, they don't get along with their in-laws and you know, one of the children or the husband or the maid has restricted visitation by the family. I, I think that's all inappropriate. I do. Not only do I think it's inappropriate, but blood is blood. Okay? And unless someone in your family is doing something, how should I say, in, to endanger the child, whether you like that person or not, should be irrelevant. My children are my children, whether you like me or not. You see? And any child they bear will be my grandchildren. Will you love me, hate me, is irrelevant. There are no bridges to burn. They are my flesh, my flesh, blood of my blood. Hmm. Now, when it comes to things like countries, that's entirely different. I was born in America. Born black in America. Which is why I'm making this podcast. It wasn't by choice. It's because I was born here. Clearly, had I known the insidious behavior, the racism, the bigotry, the prejudice, and so on and so forth, the corrupt judicial system, the corrupt political system, the mind frame of just your general population, it would not be a choice I would have made personally, voluntarily. Absolutely not. Had I had the knowledge and information I know now, as an adult, and been given a choice of where I would prefer to live, be born, reside, reproduce, America would not have been it. And I say that wholeheartedly. And I am not afraid of burning any bridges by saying so. America has done nothing but devastation, destruction, and cause death and mayhem in my family, period. So there are no bridges to worry about burning. It's a destructive, dangerous force that has provided nothing beneficial to my family. Only detrimental behavior, destructive instances, abuse, chaos, pain, death. I mean, I can go on and on, but nothing beneficial. So I'm not taking a knee in a public place during a game. America put us on our knees a long time ago. And we're trying to stand up. 
I have no fear of burning any bridges. There aren't, though there aren't any bridges that I would want to travel down twice. Being an American, being here in America, it was never a bridge that I chose. I do not care if I never have the opportunity to be here again. I was born black. That's the name of the podcast. So when someone says to you that phrase, be careful that you don't burn your bridges, think carefully about that. Give it some thought. Are they asking for you to take a knee? Or telling you if you take a knee, you'll be punished? Or are they trying to keep you on your knees? I look forward to speaking to you again.